here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. The New Japan PuroCast is proudly sponsored by GaijinCollectibles.com. Your number one source for Japanese wrestling merchandise ships straight from Japan to your mailbox. Check out their selection of in-stock merch like t-shirts, action figures, magazines, trading cards, or use their purchasing service to order items from Japanese websites like the New Japan Shop. Like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter, GaijinCollectibles.com. everyone welcome to this week's edition of the new japan purocast your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside as always by mr damon mcdonald and at the time that we were recording this it is sunday march 19th and damon and i just got done viewing the new japan cup semifinals which took place earlier this morning from shizuoka in front of a crowd of 2000 and 500 and damon basically we just got done watching shibata and ishii beat the piss out of each other in what was another uh masterpiece of violence <laughs> i like that i like uh, masterpiece of violence i feel like i should be watching that on pbs <laughs> <laughs> it was like um, the swan lake of uh, brutality yeah and you're you're good with the uh the adjectives there uh Yes, I uh, I thought the show was good. I liked it. I I like the undercard. I like the underboss. I liked uh, I liked the most of it. There was there was not much for me hand waving there. Uh, you know, some things I could nitpick. You know, if I wanted to be negative, <laughs> if I wanted to be negative, Nelly. Negative when have Damon. you ever been accused of being negative, Damon? I think uh, this past week I got I've got a I got a little handful of that. Uh, on the old uh, NJPW subreddit. I see. I didn't see that. Um, you told me about that. I didn't see that. I uh, I was getting it from other mediums, but um, I really hadn't didn't have a lot of time this week to uh, stumble around in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, anyway, but that was the feedback I got, and I think you know what. Well, look. In some cases, in some cases, I'll I'll give people the benefit of the doubt. If you want to disagree with me, okay, great. Uh, I think upon a second rewatch, uh, I was a little bit harsh on the Omega Ishii. Uh, it was better than my original issues that I had. So I will uh, 
I will bow down to that and say that I was wrong upon first watch. It was much better the second time around. I think it was, know what it was, Colin. What's that? I think it was uh, the overall show beat the shit out of me. Right? <laughs> and then when I finally got to something good, I just needed something to be spectacular. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't necessarily spectacular. It was it, like it was, a pile of dung with a cherry on top. Mm, Omega Ishii was the cherry on top, of course. Well, I, look, I, I, again, I think it was a very good match. And I said it was a very good match from the jump. I said there were things that I didn't think uh, made it spectacular or made it in the upper echelon of matches. But I said from the jump that I liked I, I thought the match was good. And the last four minutes were great, if I'm not mistaken, I said. Uh, okay, but again, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't doing cartwheels. My pants were not down, Colin. My pants were not down. No pants uh, but, down for Damon right, McDonald. Right. But again, the, the negative thing. I. I don't know. I mean, I look. I'm not going. I can't. I. I physically can't do it. I can't. Like try to give you something that's not there for me. You know, I can't fake that. Well, that's <laughs> I, the I, thing. That's the yeah. great thing about this podcast is because. You can always count on us to wear our heart on our sleeves here, on our uh, broadcasting sleeves, and give you our, you know, straight up hot takes on how we really feel about what we just viewed. And if we love something, if we think that it was the most amazing match in the world, we're going to tell you about it. I, and I have. If and we, I have loudly. <laughs> right, right. And if, if we think that it was eh, kind of hand-wavy, if you will, we're going to tell you about it. So... We're always going to give you our honest take. There's no filters. There's no BS here. So, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a good thing. And I think that's what people tune in for. And, and uh, you know, look, and again, the negativeness, that's, I mean, I'm, unfortunately, that is part of my disposition in life in general. <laughs> but, Me and you but, both. You know, I'm, I'm a half empty kind of guy sometimes, most of the time. But. Uh, you know, I don't don't mislead that into thinking that a, um, I don't like pro wrestling. I've heard that. Like I'm like, or I don't like the pro. I, I don't know. Like I've again, I made a comment to Colin. I, I'm a guy who spent fifteen fucking thousand dollars on pro wrestling. <laughs> you know, don't tell me I don't. You know, I don't love the product. I hope uh, you reported it, that in your taxes. By the way, uh, well, I mean, it was. It wasn't like I made money. Trust me, I don't make money in pro wrestling. <laughs> so that's for that's for sure. Uh, but again, I don't mind because it's something that I obviously enjoy, uh, and I wouldn't spend a Sunday with you if I didn't enjoy it. Um, another thing was I was kind of like, I, I, I don't. Do you? Let me ask you this. I know that 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 we do a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. We do, um, and there we have been accused at times of being. Uh, What's the term I'm looking for, Colin? Uh, fanboy. Fanboy, right? Fanboy. Fanboyish? Yeah. At least I have been accused, and I think us as in general have been accused of being a bit fanboyish at times. Uh, I think definitely right around Wrestle Kingdom time. Uh, but then on the flip side, people will say that sometimes we're overcompensating in our negativity to balance out the fact that we are positive for New Japan. Does that make sense? No, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't see how we could be accused of being fanboyish if, like, what did I just get done saying? If something is amazing, we'll tell you it's amazing. If something, uh, quite frankly, sucks, 
will tell you that it sucks. So I think people, right? I think people just want to validate their own opinions through us, and when they don't get it, there is a a backlash. You know what I mean? Uh, and trust me, I think most of the people that listen don't comment. Right? Most of the people that listen to this show aren't posting things in the appropriate places to post yeah, things. Yeah, n- not everybody is as um, uh, locked in at all times to the uh, pro wrestling internet subculture as That's other true. people. I mean, some people That's just, true. you know, they have their podcasting app on their phone, they download a show, they listen to it on their commute, and they go about their day. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't think it's an overwhelming thing, but I just, I don't know, I just found it, I felt like, you know, you can disagree with me, but I don't know, I... Hey, look, I get it. I I can come across as as negative. I, I'll get it. I don't know. I don't know why that rubbed me the wrong way, uh, but I don't know. I just love the fact that we have so many great listeners out there, and we're getting people engaged in the product, and we're getting them engaged in conversation. Yeah, that's a good thing. And there's I guess. there's an excitement you know, a buzzing about New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Not a literal one, but wow. you know what I mean. I, yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, but here's the thing. I, For me, that's what I do every Sunday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, right? I talk about pro wrestling. Unfortunately, I'm, you know, doing other things during the week, so it's hard for I, Like, I don't have conversations that – my conversations are, like, quick texts to people, if, if, if that. Um, so this is really where I get it all out of my system. Cause I'm not going to drive to the grocery store with my wife and talk about Ishii, <laughs> right? No. right? Cause my wife's going, I tried to get, actually, I tried to get my wife to watch. They broadcasted, um, the Okada Ishii match from G1. I was watching that last night as a matter of fact, right on access TV. Um, and I wanted her to sit and watch because I just wanted to get a person's take on what we consider. You know, a, a, a classic match. That was my favorite matchup of 2016. Yeah, I went to get her take. I couldn't get her to. I couldn't get her to stop looking at the phone. Right? <laughs> like, like she's like, "Well, don't you want me to give you my opinion?" I was like, "You didn't even watch the fucking match." She's like, "Well, I thought it was good." And I was like, "All right, I appreciate it. Don't, don't, don't bother." <laughs> I won't make that mistake. I will say one thing about that: um, them showing that match on Access TV, the commercial breaks sort of disrupted the flow of the match i felt i don't know about you yeah the, uh, i when i used to do the articles for um and the reviews for uh voices of wrestling um every week i would do a write-up of, about the the access show and yeah, i would say that a lot in in the articles in in the reviews that man it's just that and again access tv is just getting these things as they come i don't think they necessarily um I think they're just, you know, I don't know how TV works, to be quite frank. But, I mean, there's blocks of time where they got to go to TV. They got to go to commercial. So and they got to cut there. But, yeah, there were times when that happened. I mean, but that's that's the nature of, of U.S. broadcast television, I guess. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, great match. Fucking awesome match. <laughs> that's a, I never get tired a, of watching it. No, I could watch that. That's one of those matches you could just pop on and be like, ah, oh, fucking great. Ishii and again Ishii again here on this show you know um I think Ishii stole has stolen the the New Japan Cup you know as as far as performance I think he's the MVP of the cup this year I'd like to think so I'd like to think that's the case uh Shibata has done very well for himself um 
Uh, you know what? And I think uh, even Fale, to to a certain degree, has stepped up. Um, speaking of even which, though, speaking even of though which, he's gotten huge, man, he has Ooh, gotten. Uh, he's really gotten big, rather large. Now, listen, I know a lot of people um, may listen to this on the Voices of Wrestling feed, which usually comes out on a Monday afternoon. So, by the time you are listening to this, you may or may not already know who the winner of the New Japan Cup 2017 is. But with that being said, I do think, um, even if you did already watch it, it's kind of fun to um, go back and uh, listen to our hot takes and our predictions on where we think all of this is headed. So, um, Damon, we, we have to talk about the semifinals today, of course, which just happened. Uh, I also want to talk about two quarterfinal matches uh, that were uploaded to NJPWWorld.com. The first of being, uh, speaking of Mr. Ishii, Ishii versus Sonata, which I just thought was a fantastic match. Yeah, I did too. I, I did too. And it was one of the more enjoyable matches of, uh, of the whole cup. Um for me, you know, I liked the New Japan Cup. After you get over the initial shock of of the top guys taking a back seat to to newer people, which which again I think was is is good in hindsight. And again, I said last week, you know, if I'm I'm willing to take a step backwards to move two steps forward and getting over the juices and the evils and uh, the people of that, I guess. You know, level at this point, uh, I'm okay with that. You know, but again, it is the initial shock of you know losing an Omega and losing an Elgin and losing a Tanahashi in the first round. So, but one of those guys that I was really happy to see um, and hopefully see more of because what a just what a fucking like a a, I, a lot of people are excited for Sonata in the sense of they, they know that bigger and brighter things are right around the, f- the corner for the guy. I, I, f- I find him to be, I don't, I want to go so far as to say an unsung hero right now, but every time he's in the ring, my interest level spikes, you know, I, I, I really enjoy watching him. Um, there is a certain, and people have said this before, a certain gracefulness about the way he works and a, and a smoothness and a silkiness. It's almost um, very Okada-esque, if you will. Very much so. Very much so. I think, I think they're, they're cut from the same cloth. Um, Ishii, of course, well, what, what else could the guy possibly do at this point in his career? Um, he, unfortunately, he is who he is in the pecking order. And and for me, if Ishii were going to beat an Omega, I, I my my inner old timey pro wrestling guy mentality takes over and thinks, okay, well if he's beating a guy like that, he should he should be winning the whole cup of tea, right? He should be winning the whole uh, oh, the whole cup of tea. Is that the ball of wax? He should be winning it all, Colin. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Logically, that makes sense. Does that does it? Because, because, whatever analogy you it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, this match I enjoyed thoroughly, and it it was right up there with the uh, my enjoyment level of the Ishi and Omega match. I, I do you think Ishi Omega was better? 
I'm going to go the opposite route, actually. Really? And okay. I'm not saying this just because um, I want to be contrarian. I enjoyed this Ishii Sonata match more than Ishii Omega because I got to be honest with you. I felt that Ishii Omega went about 10 minutes too long, to be blunt. Hmm. It was a bit, the, the, the match stretched out a bit too long for me and don't get me wrong i enjoy um, a good long half hour pro wrestling match as much as the next guy but sometimes and that actually that ishii okada match that we were just talking about that just aired on access there's there's a match there's a perfect example to me of a match that just goes the perfect length and they touch upon everything that they need to touch upon in the match in a good solid uh, close to 20 minute time span and that's what this Ishii Sonata match did for me I mean both guys just got all of their spots in Sonata uh got to display his athleticism. He got to display his great sense of timing. Ishii just got to be the badass that he is. And you you got that all in a nice, you know, uh, cozy 18 to 20 minute time span. And that's what I really enjoyed about this match. I don't know. I don't know what the timestamps are for, for each of them. So I don't know what they came in. So I can only go with what I felt. I didn't feel... Omega and Ishii felt too long. It didn't, didn't feel too long to me. I, I felt like the beginning was um, the the pace in the beginning was a little bit what I was wasn't looking for. But uh, I, I will say that I enjoyed Ishii Omega a little bit more than I liked Ishii Sonata. But I still think Ishii Sonata was was um, right up there with one of the best matches of of of. of New Japan Cup this Part year. of that is what we were talking about, this excitement that people get when they watch Sonata because they see a guy who is just, he has all the makings of a star. He's like your your, your prototypical um, perfect build, you know, six foot three. Uh, great he's probably seven foot two with the fucking hair now. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think he's getting ridiculously high, isn't it? I just thought I'd bring that up. It really that is. That hawk of his. Um, that's a good point, too. I mean, he has a he has a certain look, too, that I think people really dig. And I'm going to go so far as to say that in a couple years, this guy is going to be as, as good as Okada in the ring. I already think he's he's that – he's – you know, it's not like he's a rookie. No. It's not like, you know, he he's just falling off the turnip truck here. He's he's a guy that's been around for a while. Uh, Wrestle One and, of course, that shitty run in TNA and all, you know. He's been around the block a few times, um. So he 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 has the the ring savvy, if you will, down. And again, I think just the way that he moves in the ring is very fun to watch. It's very enjoyable to watch, uh, and I think the contrast in this match match with Ishii is is pretty amazing as well. Um. I like I like the the I like matches with different styles and you know it's like the we we talked about the Bucks and War Machine before right I, yes. I like matches like that for some reason I they they, they tickle my fancy um, and I think this was one of them I think this was a good match and uh, yeah I, now I didn't see Juice and Shibata so this is going to be on you for this. I didn't see that. The feedback that I saw was that it was a decent match. It was pretty good. Um, would you say this is one of Juice's better performances? 
I would say that if you're if you are like us and you're really into Juice Robinson right now, you've been following him since uh, he came into New Japan, and you've been watching that steady growth. Um, I I love when Juice is put in a position where he, where he he's put up against an opponent where he has to show a lot of fire and he has to show that fighting spirit and he has to get physical and that was uh one of those type of juice matches i mean pairing him against shibata um yeah i think i would put this in um you know the 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 top juice performances thus far in new japan pro wrestling um of course shibata picking up the win there as uh we knew that he would but I, I would actually say, you know, if you uh, if you want to see that type of juice match where he really, you know, has to, uh, again, show that fire, check this one out. Would you recommend it? Do you think people should go out of their way to watch? I mean, like, are you recommending me go out of my way to watch? Here's the thing. If, if you want to see, if you've been following juice and you want to see him put in that position, like, as a match by itself, you know... I would say it's decent, three stars. But okay. I, I, again, I'm into seeing Juice um, be put up against different opponents, and I, I, I like to see how he can work with different people. How long they go? Uh, Fifteen minutes. Okay. All right. And Look, that's including I, entrances, I believe. Okay. Look, I mean that's fine. I'll, uh, you know, I, I might go back and watch that one just to kind of to see. I like. I tell you what I re- what I liked in the show that we saw today was Juice in in the in the uh, multi man tag. Yeah. Actually, I kind of enjoyed him there. He's he's becoming a uh, quickly becoming a favorite. He's quickly becoming a favorite. I I listen. I remember back a few few months ago, not that long ago, maybe half a year, maybe a little bit longer. You know, where we couldn't sit through a juice match. The one thing we don't have is patience. That's for sure. And, I, and I've said this before on, on this very show, is that we are terrible at giving things time to to move and, and do what it needs to do and to um, have a little faith. Um, we, are, we are terrible at that. So if you want to lay the boots on me for that as well, uh, that's fair. That is very fair. And all you need is just a little patience, Damon. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, but uh, if, if you're into following that growth of Juice, definitely check out this match. But the one match, again, that, that you're not going to want to sleep on, uh, if you haven't seen it already, Ishii Sonata, uh, March 17th. Check that one out. One of the best matches from the Cup. And on that note, what do you say we get into reviewing this show that we just watched from earlier this morning? New Japan Cup semifinals, March 19th in Shizuoka. Uh, first of all, we have to talk about this venue. It, it, it looked like they were wrestling in, in a nuclear power plant somewhere. <laughs> they, a, lot, a lot of those buildings are, Colin. A lot of those buildings are, uh, you know, they're not built for, uh, you know, pro wrestling, per se. They're more like, uh, I don't want to say like, uh, you know, community centers. Um, but, you know, the basketball nets are hanging high and... Uh, uh, this one, yeah, the layout was weird, wasn't it? The guys couldn't find their way to the ring. <laughs> David Finley, who looks more like Chris Hero than David Finley, um, <laughs> is, and he, plus he has, uh, he's, was he wearing eyeliner this show? I didn't like take he notes. Got into, it looked like he got into Evil's uh, makeup a little bit. He, he has been rocking the guy liner, though, as of late, so he probably was. Okay, all right. Well, just, uh, I noticed it as well. Um, they're walking off, out the ramp, 
and they don't know which way to go because the, the ramp doesn't lead directly to the ring. So you had to walk down the, the ramp and then make a right, I guess, or a left, and walk around the crowd and go down the aisle. So you're looking at like all the, the electrical boxes and the generators. It was weird, um, the whole setup. Uh, yeah, it's an odd – that was an odd setup. I, and I think even David Finley said as he was going to the ring, like, why don't we just have a – go straight down the aisle uh, in the middle? And uh, the young line looked at him like, uh, I don't control this shit. Uh, all right, so what do we got? What match we got here? Open it up for us here. All right, so the opening match was a six-man tag featuring the team of Yuji Nagata, Katsuya Kitamura, Kawato mm. taking on Juice Robinson, David Finley, and Tomoyuki Oka. Damon. <laughs> all right. We were littered with young lions here. I have a, got the whole crew. I've got to say uh, a few things about this Kitamura character. Yes. Big um, big boy, isn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I don't think that uh, the Young Lion program has a wellness policy. <laughs> because, my God, Kitamura is like... Uh, he's a monster. He's chiseled yeah. out of stone. You know, I remember reading... I couldn't tell you where. Please, I, I have no idea. I'm sure somebody will find it online. And I think it was Tanahashi who said this. But he, he said that you kind of can tell people who get a little um, little boost in their uh, physique. And again, I'm not making accusations, please don't, but I'm just saying what I remember in this article. I'm not saying anybody's here. Uh, it's the trapezius muscle, right? So that muscle in the shoulder connecting to the neck. When that's, when that's massive... That's when you're kind of looking at you're doing your old squinty eye, like mm, uh, getting a little help. So, with that being said, he's got some massive traps. <laughs> he's got traps. Like I have thighs. Uh, According to CageMatch.net, mm. Kitamura is six feet tall and weighs 264 pounds. The pure muscle. That's a uh -huh. big boy right there. Yeah, they don't they don't grow off them off of trees. I thought Hanare was a big guy, you know, as far as young lions go. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hanare's got that squatty Ishi Taz kind of build, yeah. right? Yeah, this guy's got the Chris Masters build, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, Road Warrior Hawk. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a big kid. He's a big kid. Um, again, I'm not. What is this? Probably his third pro wrestling match. You know, it's probably single digits at this point. Uh, so, again, I'm not going to lay the boots to the guy. Um, Green is all get out. Uh, looks at times that he can't get out of his own way. Uh, but, again, that's all going to come in time. Uh, again, patience, patience, patience. Uh, but, yeah, but this match was a, a an orgy, dare I say, of young lions. Um, but, I, but, but with that said, I thought the match was pretty good. I didn't think the match was 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 awful. Uh, I thought it, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I remember the match being over and and liking the fire of the young lions, as you said earlier before. Um, yeah, I, I, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I don't know how much more I can add to that. Uh, Juice Robinson picking up the win for his team, hitting the pulp friction on Kitamura. So uh, Kitamura little, laying down there. Yeah, yeah, a little pull apart at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I like it. I listen. 
they're young lions. What, 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 what do we expect in a multi-man tag? Uh, again, expectations. We're tempering expectations. Uh, again, they're young lions. So let's uh, let's not lay the boots. It was, but it was perfectly fine for what it was. All right, what's next? Uh, next match wasn't quite as good. We have the no? team of Jado and Ghetto taking on Il Desperado and Taka Michinoku. Damon, doesn't it seem like we've seen this match a thousand times now? I know, and we really haven't. That's what the worst part about it is, is that we really haven't seen it all that much. Right, uh, but it all but flows it together. Like seen, yeah, it seems like we've seen five years of it. It feels like it's Orton Cena. <laughs> all these chaos versus Suzuki Goon matches, they, they, they just all run together for me now. So even though we haven't, probably seen this match that many times it felt like we did yeah and it was a battle of of, of the prick tag teams right it, it like the sneaky like who was going to out sneak and out cheat the other uh to, to finally get the win uh it, look i it it feels like it was light years ago light years ago where you had our junior tag division be some of the some of the best talent in the world, right? And I know that you know the Bucks are out doing their thing here in the states, and uh, Red Dragon is is in a bit of flux. And, and Ricochet and Matt Seidel could only wrestle together in PWG, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, so, but it does seem like it was eons ago when you had that, and we were complaining about. And again, we do complain. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, about, oh, all these great pro wrestlers and these multi-man tags or these you know three-way dances or triple threat matches or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and we were bitching and moaning about that. So let me ask you this, Miller. You happy with what we got right now? Uh, as far as the junior tag division goes? Yeah. Uh, I can't say that I am. I can't say uh -huh. that I'm too thrilled. And again... I hate to sound like a broken record, but just combine these two divisions together, and boy, you can have a world of possibilities at your hand. But uh, New Japan are traditionalists. I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. So, look, we're stuck with what we have. I mean, this uh, – I yeah, don't know even what to what say we anymore. Even what we have is is has has taken a little bit of a nosedive, right? I mean, even if they kept them separate – okay, great. They kept them separate. Okay, traditional. Blah, 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 blah. Um just you know what we got here with this the, again the sea level Suzuki goon and the sea level chaos. Um, I, I, this this is not this is not an exciting time to be a fan of the junior heavyweights when it comes to the tag division. Now, again, brighter days are yet to come. Right, I think this best of the super juniors tournament singles tournament is going to be something special. I can't wait for it, personally. And I think that the tag tournament is going to be decent as well. Well, that's the part that I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about Best of the Super Juniors, but the tag tournament, I mean, uh, any ideas on who they can pair together here? I mean, okay. Uh, is... Well, I mean, yeah, listen, you're going to get the Bucks, obviously. Right, you're going to get the Bucks. You're gonna, you're probably going to get Giotto and Ghetto to take some yeah. falls. Yeah. Um. I mean, Romero and Trent, okay. right? Okay, so we're Pongi Vice, even though Trent Beretta is as big as Andre the Giant. <laughs> um, I mean, look, I'm sure you'll get some. You'll, you'll get Osprey in the mix there somewhere, somehow, right? Wouldn't you think that would be the case? With who? Uh, Ricochet? 
Osprey and Ricochet. Well, oh, I mean, me if I'm wrong, think- I think Ricochet and Finley are. Uh, still yeah, yeah, you're team. probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Finley, I don't think he's going to make juniors. <laughs> I think, I think Finley, I think Finley's both. And I, I say this gigging, giggle, 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 giggle. Um, I think he's bulking up. I think he does look a bit doughier, and I think part of that could be uh, coming back pretty early from a somewhat serious injury. Good point. Good point. Did not take that into consideration. I, I'm thinking more along the lines of maybe he's trying to get out of that junior mold and, and trying to put on a little bit more weight. Um, I'd like that. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But there, let's, let's look. There's, there's more weight there than was there before. And, we can say uh, the same thing about uh, ourselves. <laughs> uh, both of us talking right now, right? Uh, again, I'm not walking around with my shirt off, though. The biggest uh, takeaway from all this is this: uh, boy, oh boy, where we were just a few months ago with these junior tags and where we are now. It's not not bright. It's not a bright. And uh, hopefully we we turn we turn the corner and start looking forward to brighter days when it comes to these tag belts. So Jado picking up the win, uh, getting the pinfall on Takamichi Noku, and there you go. Looking the challenge, looking to make the challenge for the tag straps. Yeah, Jado and Ghetto versus Kanemaru and Taichi. Good, Damon, good I can hardly wait. Yeah, my cup runneth over with joy. Uh, yep, but that's what we got looking forward to. Again, far, far days, far days removed from uh, you know, Alex Shelley and Kushida, or uh, Red Dragon, or uh, again, even uh, your favorite of uh, Ricochet and Will, and uh, not Will Ospreay, uh, Matt Seidel. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Till it's gone. Who said that? That would be not Spinderella. Cinderella. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, third match, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Tiger Mask taking on Minoru Suzuki, Izuka, Kenemaru, and Tai Chi. Speak of the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I hope Tiger Mask is alive. Yeah, he got he got he got crushed with that uh, that stuff pile driver that, yeah. that uh, gotch style. Um, yeah, I love that move too. Yeah, it was it was a lot of the stuff that I don't usually like, the brawling in the crowd. Uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of let's fill up some time. Liger got worked over pretty well. Uh, the mask thing. I'm uh, glad you mentioned that because I think I, I think I've finally reached my breaking point with the mask thing. That that's almost, dare I say, getting as tiresome as the mist. Oh, I've hated it for years. Hated it for years. Um it's just one of those things. It's just a pro wrestling thing. You know what it is? It's it's just it's just a it's just a thing. It, at this point, it it's look. There are little things that that you can uh, that bother me in pro wrestling matches. Here's uh, here we go. Uh, here we go. I'm being negative, but let me give you a, let me give you a little rundown. Brawling in the crowd, one of them uh, missed. Another one. Uh, I'm kind of getting tired of seeing, and I've seen it for years, but I don't know why I'm bringing it up. But let's bring it up now. Uh, multi-man tag before the match starts. It's the guy who's no, no, no. I'm gonna take it on. I'm gonna you, you, you go in. You, I, I'm, I'm starting the match like that. This is kind of old. Um, and again, taking off, you know, going for the mask and taking it off. Again, it's we're trying to embarrass them. We're trying to get one up on them. I get it, but it's it is one of those spots where. It's Can just I like, add the twenty count spot to that list? Twenty count spot, 
See, but here's the thing with the 20-count spot. The 20-count spot is for people who have watched, and and I go back to those 80s and 70s and and even somewhat in the 90s, early, early 90s, where every fucking match was ending but with, with a count out. Like, they, you would be in the middle of just a fantastic match, and then all of a sudden, somebody would throw somebody outside the ring, and then they just decide to go brawling in the crowd, and then that's it. You got your 20 count, and that's it. Like, that's 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 what that spot's for. And yes, it's, it feels like it is played out at this point. Absolutely. 16! 17! Yeah, okay, we, get, we know he's getting in the ring. Um, but that's what that... that's That spot's for, for people like me who were absolutely brutalized with the count out finishes. That's who that's for. So for 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 newer fans, it's kind of like, Ugh, why don't, why don't, why don't, they're, of course they're not going to get count out. Why would they? They're not going to. Could you imagine have... if places of business started doing that at work? Like if you leave your cubicle to, to go <laughs> get something, work, your lunch. There, right. Yeah, there, there's a loud count. Sixteen, <laughs> seventeen, and you have to make it back to that desk in time, or else you're fired. Yeah, listen, I've worked at places where it felt like that for crying out loud. There ain't no doubt about that. But that's that's why that's why you see that uh, you do see that often, but um, a little bit too much. But uh, yeah, that's why I, I feel. And again, I don't know, but that's what I feel is that's that's for. So Back to the go. match at hand, though. Uh, yes, Suzuki just destroying poor Tiger Mask with that gosh pile driver to pick yeah. up the win for his team. Yeah, it was it was deadly. And and what was funny was, so the, the you know everybody pairs up and then everybody leaves the ring and it's Tiger Mask and Suzuki in the ring. And I, and I, I remember saying to myself, well, that's the end of our show, right? That's, this is where this is going to end. Um, like why would, like, like if I'm tagging up, that's the last pair up I would want. Like I would need Tenzan to be with Suzuki at all times and do not leave Tiger Mask alone in the ring with Suzuki because things are not going to go very well. Or Ko- like, Kojima, you can put him in there. Right. I'm saying you need like again the heavyweight to be with the heavyweight. You know, if, if the junior's in in the ring alone, well, we got we got our fucking hands full. We're, we're going we're going to lose. That would be my train of thought in kayfabe land. All right, uh, next match we have an eight man tag featuring the team of Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, Kushida, and Taguchi taking on Los Ingobernobles de Japón, Naito Sonata, Bushi, and Hiromu. Takahashi. Wow, I've never seen this match before, man. This is yeah, this is this, brand, is this is brand new and fresh, right? <laughs> well, what one, one thing I will say, um I don't know why this caught my attention so much this time, but uh the entrances, when LIJ made their entrance and each of them came through uh the entranceway one at a time and they were all standing there. Man, you just get the feeling of god, these these, these guys are they're badasses. Yeah, yeah, it's this, a gang. Is, I I would not want to uh, mess with these dudes if I saw them in a dark alley somewhere. It was it was like the Warriors, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like Elgin had to get his make his way back to Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> Can you dig it? Um, you ever see that movie? You saw that movie, The Warriors, right? Uh, not for a long time. Oh, my God, I probably watched it. And I, I don't watch movies at all, but it was on. It was probably like three in the fucking morning one night, and I couldn't sleep, and it was on. So then now, naturally, I'm up till seven because I got to watch this fucking thing. Um, 
What a movie. What a, what a crazy movie that was. Everybody, all the gangs had their theme. Oh, so great. Anyway, um, what was the one thing that I took away from this? Well, here's what it is, Colin. Michael Elgin. Big Mike. Big Mike. First of all, another thing that I took away was uh, Ghetto is like if you had like a shrinky dink of Michael Elgin. Right? <laughs> right? Like if you shrunk Michael Elgin down, you'd have Ghetto. Their beards are uh, very similar. The beards, the tights are kind of similar. The, yeah. the somewhat build, but you shrink it down. I just, I don't know why I threw that out. I can picture I them both like uh, wearing flannel in a forest somewhere, swinging axes. Yeah. Okay. All right. They've got that that uh, lumberjack vibe going on with the facial hair, you know. Yeah, the long beard. Um, here's the thing about Michael Elgin that I I will share with uh, everyone here listening. Do tell. I find him to be vastly underrated when it comes to these tag matches. Every time that guy steps in the ring, it feels like the the match takes uh, another step and another level. There's, dare I say, it's almost Brock-esque in the sense of you know bodies are just going to go flying, right? You, 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 You know that people are just going to get suplexed out of their boots. And there's such ridiculous power spots. Like, like I, I just, I'm, I'm amazed at how s- fucking strong that guy is, right? Um, I mean, and again, he's getting help. Uh, we all know how pro wrestling works. All right. right, right. What? But still, I, I know, I know, I know. Um, but, but still, like, just the, the, it feels like with relative ease. And I'm sure it's not, but it feels like with relative ease that he could just throw bodies around the way that he does. Anyway, I, I to me, he's one of those unsung guys that makes these multi-man tags okay to see again. These matches are never bad, Colin. They're never bad. It's not like I'm sitting here like, ugh, this match sucks. It's more like, ugh, I've seen this a thousand times already. But every time I watch it and every time I come back on the show, it's like, ah, it was a good match. Aside I from it. Aside from the main event of Ishii and Shibata, I thought that this was probably the second best match on the card, actually. Yeah. I, and I thought Evil and Folly was really good. And, I, I, and we'll get there. I, yes. I, for, what, for, the, for the people, maybe I'm grading it on a curve. And again, I'll, we'll, we'll get to it deeper, guys and gals. But it's... Uh, I thought Fale and Evil was very good. Um, but the tag match was, was, again, they have it down to a fucking science. They know what the hell they're doing. And again, the other side is it's not chop liver. Kushida, Tanahashi, Elgin. And, and you know, in this case, what, what do we have? Taguchi, right? Yep, Taguchi. These are all guys that know what the fuck they're doing. They, 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 they you know, you can enter, you can throw, you know, if it's Taguchi or if it's Juice or if it's, you know, whomever rotating in and out. The core of these matches are pretty much the same. It's, they're good. They're good, solid matches. Uh, and but it, the problem is, is that we've seen it 10,000 times. And that's what we're doing is we're trying to cram in everybody to get work on a show. It's uh, somewhat maddening when every show it's an LIJ multi-man tag, but uh, they make they make it work. They make it work. So Bushi took the fall for his team, which was expected. 
looking at the Ooh, lineup was it? here. Uh, well, if LIJ was going to take the fall, yeah. I would think that Bushi would be yes. the obvious choice. But uh, what surprised me more than that is Taguchi picking up the win for his team, getting the pinfall. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coming off the junior uh, challenge and, and being unsuccessful, yeah, somewhat. I mean, you could you could say that that was somewhat of a surprise to, to, to me as well. Um, Considering that you can feel uh, that there are some tensions between uh, Kushida and Takahashi. They're kind of, you know, uh, getting to that point where Kushida, Kushida wants that rematch. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're building for for them. And I like... I like the dynamic of everybody involved in this match and, you know, everybody kind of pairing off and doing their own, you know, having the people that are, I don't want to say assigned to them. That's a, that's a terrible word, but um, no, I thought this was good. And again, the trade wins back and forth and it's it, the, the biggest challenge I have with it, Colin right now is the fact that you've seen it 20, hundred thousand times, 20, hundred thousand times. I'm not sure that's a real number, but I, something I just completely made up. But I get your 20, hundred thousand. Let me ask you this. When yeah. uh, do you think we should see the Kushida versus Takahashi rematch for the IWGP uh, junior title? Well, I mean, logic would dictate it would be or, or was it Dominion? Is what we got around the corner? Dominion what do we got around is the corner? in June. The next oh. big show is actually Sakura Genesis in that's April. Right. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, then we've got Dantaku in May. Right. In May, and then May. and then uh, is Dominion in June, the uh, the SummerSlam of NJPW, if you will. Didn't we have uh, Kushida Liger at Dontaku last year? Right. I think we may have. Won't be surprised if we see it there. I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's where that match is finally going to happen. It could be at uh, what is it? What are they calling it now? Something Sakura? What Sakura Genesis? Hmm. I don't know if I like that. I don't like that either because you know why? Because TNA used to have a pay per view called Genesis. Oh, really? Okay. And it right. makes me think of that. Right. It reminds me of Phil Collins. That's not a bad thing. Really? You big Genesis guy? Yeah. Really? I'm a big Phil Collins guy in general. Really? Phil Collins is a super, super underrated drummer. Mm. Yeah. I mean, look, you know what it was? It was kind of like growing up. Phil Collins was everywhere. And if you Wikipedia Phil Collins, all the uh, Phil Collins column, if you Wikipedia Phil Collins column, and you go through those hits, and you're like, oh, I don't, you know, it, you, when you hear it, even even the kids listening, they'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, I kind of heard that song before. Oh, yeah, I kind of heard that song. Studio. Ugh. But honestly, it was like everywhere. It's like, you know what it is? It's kind of like the music that you would listen to if you're at work. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that safe kind of music. Yeah, I don't know. It's I not my, that. Not my cup of tea, mind you. But, uh, yeah, the guy's had some hits. All right, I don't want to talk about Phil Collins. Phil Collins, I don't know. He's playing Hyde Park. Is he really? Yeah, him and what's, what's the, I, some every summer in, in Hyde Park in London, they have uh, pretty massive shows. I think this year, like it's like the Killers and Tears for Fears and White Lies, a pretty massive show. That's the one sold out. But it's like Phil Collins and somebody. Yeah, but yeah, he's playing Hyde Park. All right, enough Phil Collins talk. Again, 
the pure kiss, the hits of the 80s. <laughs> Coming at you. Here's one from Foreigner. Here's one from Pat Benatar. All righty. Next match here. Here's a little Texas Midnight Runners for you. <laughs> Another eight-man tag. Kazushika Okada, Hiroki Goto, Toru Yano, and Yoshihashi taking on Kenny Omega, Yujiro Takahashi, Tama Tonga, and Tonga Loa. Well, Omega and Okada together. There's a positive, right? There's a little positive for you, right? Omega Okada. That was uh, pleasant to see. Uh, Remember last week, Colin, when I was talking about Tama Tonga? I do. Remember when I was talking, what was I saying about him? And and the fact that I like it when he's, again, he turns on and off his, his gimmick. Yeah, he's got that, you know, that that slippery eel style. Right. He wasn't slippery like eel. He wasn't the slippery eel this no, time. No, he was not. Why? Be the slippery eel. Why don't you just be the slippery eel all the time? We don't it's have like any that. other slippery eels in NJPW. I like his slippery eel, <laughs> Colin. Um, look, why not do it all the time? I don't get it. I don't understand why he turns it on and off. And he wasn't. He was just plain old Tomatonga. Uh Again, lo- looks like his outfit was a, th- a uh, tribute to Masahiro Chono. Uh, <laughs> he looked like he was ready uh, for – what is it? How do you pronounce it? Artisist? Artisist? I forget how you pronounce it. Um, but he looked very Chono-esque in his uh, attire this time. I've got to uh, say something about this finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, give, me, give, me, give me your hot take. Give me your okay. negative hot take. No, no. This isn't negative. This is this, this, just merely an observation. So, okay, Yujiro okay. U- takes the fall for his team, obviously – with the Rainmaker, but he took the most just basic flat back bump Rainmaker I've ever seen in my life. It was just boom, flat back bump, one, two, three. And it looked like he was getting into bed. Yeah. You know I mean? It looked like he was just kind of hopping into bed. I was waiting for him to pull up the comforter over his over his shoulder and <laughs> snuggle in for the one, two. Three. That was my main takeaway from this match, actually. Like, wow, you know, you know. Most people at, at at least like to do a little little flippy do, you know, something when they I take get... the remaker. No, not not Ujiro, just basic flat back bump, you know, pro <laughs> wrestling one oh one, one, two, three, going back to the showers. Um, yeah. Wow, yeah, this, this, this match was was not something to look forward to. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Upon upon further investigation, there is no need to further investigate. Um, yeah, I did not. I didn't think this match was. Uh, Worth the time, as they say. I didn't like it. I mean, it wasn't like I hated it, but it was just like nobody's doing anything that's going to get me too excited. And uh, dare I say, it was it was night off. You know, I, what I, I have seen online. What is the criticism? Uh, t-shirt Kenny. It was a T-shirt Kenny night. Yep, T-shirt uh, Kenny. T-shirt Kenny night. Um, so, okay, what are you gonna do? What, they can't all be gems, right? Don't want to don't want to have expectations for something that's not there. So it is what it is. So uh, that be that. Well, Damon, before we move on to the semifinals, I'd like to say a few words about our great sponsor, GaijinCollectibles.com. <laughs> of course, uh, the PuroCast is proudly sponsored by them. Great Puro merch, trading cards, uh, T-shirts, anything you want in the world of Puroresu delivered straight to your door directly from japan and damon they have got a bit of a giveaway going on right now and this is very cool 
It is. And and fun fact, kids, guess guess who placed an order with uh, Gaijin Collectibles? Yours truly. Ah. Yes, I placed a nice uh, hefty order. I'm looking forward to receiving that in the mail. Uh, again, paid for it in cash money. No freebies for this guy. Uh, but yes, I'm excited for that. And yeah, if you take a look at their website, pretty tremendous stuff. Yes, that Colin, to answer your question, they do have a giveaway. Um, and it's, I guess it's till April, right? So again, you want to go on their Facebook account, the Gaijin Collectibles. Uh, take a look at that. You want to like them. You also want to like us on Facebook as well, and you'll be entered uh, to win a nice prize pack. Some of the stuff in there was pretty awesome. Uh, looking at uh, you know, little collectibles, little figures, some magazines. Can I tell uh, you what even... the grand prize? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I, I, also, green tea Kit Kats, Colin. Yeah, I was going to actually are... uh, go through they the are... list. Yeah, go through the list. This is what you would win upon. Again, simple. You just all you're doing is following them on Facebook and following us on Facebook and. Um, what, what, get, go through the list of what you would win here, Colin. All right, so one grand prize winner will receive a pink drawstring New Japan bag with uh, Okada, Tanahashi, and Makabe on it filled with the following items. So number one, an autographed photo of the current World of Stardom champion, Io Shirai. Yes, that's very nice. That's that, not many people can, can say they have that. What else we got? Number two, the March 29th issue of Weekly Pro Wrestling featuring Tiger Mask WN Okada on the cover. I have that particular uh, edition of Weekly uh, Pro Wrestling. It's a pretty nice uh, spread there. Nice pictures of uh, W and uh, Tiger Mask 4, if I'm not mistaken. All right, what else we got? Number three, two miniature Tiger Mask figures. Very nice. I have many of these little miniatures. I have some uh, Mudas. I have some Steve Williams and Terry Gordy. They're uh, very, very well done. Very, very, uh, very detailed. Okay, next. A New Japan Pro Wrestling 2017 desk calendar only made available to members of the NJPW fan club who attended Wrestle Kingdom 11. Yeah, I didn't get this. No. I'm not a member of the fan club, but I would want this. All right. Even you are not eligible for this, Damon. Oh, fuck. All right, what else we got? Uh, we've got a chaos button. You know, I can see, I, Damon, I can see you pinning the chaos button on your, your denim jacket. Mm-hmm. I can see that, too, with my ACDC patch. All right, go ahead. <laughs> we've got a King of Pro Wrestling uh, trading card uh, thing featuring Naito, Tanahashi, Jushin Liger, and Shibata. Nice. Very good. Yeah, uh, I know these cards. Number seven, a set of seven Dragon Gate pins. Christ, my God! How many? Uh, this, this bag is chock full of goodies. Yeah, uh, number eight, volume fourteen of the NJPW Fan Club magazine featuring Yoshihashi. That's worth it right there. <laughs> and number nine, number nine, a bag of Japanese green tea flavored Kit Kat statement. Have you had these before? Have I had them? I, when, my last trip from Japan, I I bought on twelve them. bags. No, I brought twelve bags home because everybody and their mother wanted a bag. Um, they're delicious. They're they're nothing like. Uh, listen, they they go crazy over there over the uh, over the Kit Kats guys, uh, and this green tea flavor is really fantastic. So uh, that's worth it right there to me. Um, I because I just ran out just this week. We, me, me and my wife did a, like a toast to our last Kit Kats as we shoved them down our gullets. All right. 
Yeah, so again, one grand prize winner is going to win all of those nine things, and five secondary winners will each receive a set of five King of Pro Wrestling trading cards and a PVC Bullet Club patch. So again, folks, all you got to do is go onto Facebook, like Gaijin Collectibles, and like the New Japan Purocast. It is as simple as that, and you will be entered, and who knows, maybe you could be walking away with that grand prize, that pink drawstring bag of Puduresu goodies. So there you go. GaijinCollectibles.com. Check them out for all your Puro needs. So there we go, Damon. Very good stuff there. And again, I was speaking uh, with the... Uh, the people over there, and uh, we're doing a good job. People are uh, definitely interested, and uh, we're pushing people that way, and it's a good thing. That's where you want to get your merch. You help support us. You help support them. It's a win-win, a triple win, because guess guess who's getting the merch direct from Japan? You are. So uh, make it happen, kids. Keep up the good work and support Gaijin Collectibles. All right, Damon, so on that note, what do you say we get into the semifinal matches, the first being Evil versus Bad Luck Fale in a match that um, I think that the both of us enjoyed more than we thought we would on paper. This is expectations, right? This is what the this is what we were talking about. Again, expectations weren't that high. I'm going to be truthful. Bad Luck Fale, Evil. I didn't have high expectations, and they you know, maybe shut my mouth. Shockingly. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought the match was, and and again, it had the things that you would think would have me not interested. I'm glad you're going there. Yeah. First, we start out. We're brawling in the crowd. We're getting rammed into you know power generators and and electrical (laughs) boxes and guardrails, right? Which fit in this match, though. That's the thing. Yes. Yes, it did. I didn't have a problem with that. Next up, we have what do we have, Colin? We have uh, your favorite. Interference, right? Faction interference, right? Again, I didn't mind this, and I'll tell you why. To me, interference in this fashion, and they've done it before. This is this is the old AJ. Oh, ring the bell. Ding. And Suzuki, Cork and Hall, G1 match, one match of the year, not you know, a couple years back. 2014. Okay. You know, where you had the interference in the middle of the match. Real quick, cool spot, boom, in, out, and they're gone. And then it's kind of like, it's almost like a Pavlovian dog kind of thing in the sense of you see that and then you know, okay, things are about to pick up big time, right? It's kind of like you see that spot and it's like, oh, okay, pay attention because here we go. We're going to town, right? Uh, it, it, it didn't bother me. In fact, I thought it f- was fitting. You had two factions, two, dare I say, heel factions, right? trying to get the upper hand. One tries to fuck over the other. The other one's having no, no part of it. Little interference. No harm, no foul. Boom, they go off and bro off into the and back to the locker room, and you don't see him again. Perfect. I got no problem with it. You know what I like Great. to think happened here? I'm sorry. What's it? I, okay. didn't, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but okay. um, I, I, I created a little storyline in my mind where um, Bushi, oh. Bushi realizes that he forgot to give Evil one of the mist capsules. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, like, midway through the match, he's like, oh, shit. I, I right. forgot to Scrambling give him the miss. The back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, did you give it to him? I didn't. What? Oh, fuck. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yep, yep. So he comes out, you know, sprays the mist and fall. A face. Tamatanga's watching on the 
on the monitor in the back at, at an angle, no doubt. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how everyone watches their, <laughs> their monitors. Stand, standing at a big monitor, right? Yeah. Okay. I've yep. seen that before a thousand times, I think. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sees that, else. comes out. So that, that that's kind of my little, you know, uh, storyline of what I think happened. That's good. That's good. Glad and you well, like it. there you go. Well, that was the third thing. The mist, right? Yep. So, so again, you see the mist and you're like, ah, normally you'd be like, what the fuck? Mist. Fucking everything up. Not that bad, right? Miss played a little played a little role in some of the false finishes, right? You know, Evil trying to get the big win, probably one of the one of the bigger wins in his career, you know, minus his uh, little cup of coffee with the Never Belt. Uh, trying to take the next step, and uh, Fale would have been a perfect uh, person to do that for, but uh, alas, didn't work. Fale hits the grenade, and here's the other thing that I love, Colin. Here's the other thing that I love. Once again, we're talking about putting finishes over. Look, you might get up from a fucking grenade, right? People have kicked out from a grenade. Majority of the people haven't. Unless you're Michael Elgin. (laughs) Every once in a while, you're kicking out of a grenade. But let me be be perfectly clear. You get your ass up in a a bad luck fall, you you ain't kicking out. No, that's like falling from a skyscraper. And the crowd knows it. The crowd goes nuts when he's up there. When somebody, when he, when Fale's got somebody hiked up there, listen to that crowd. They know it's, you better get the fuck out of that move or you're eating a pinfall. You're eating a pinfall. That's what I love about New Japan. The way that they protect those finishers. They mean something. They're important in the storytelling of the match, getting people over. Again, Fale, for all his his missteps and kind of all his pushed under the carpet, and we haven't really seen much of Fale, in those six-man tags that he's in, if there's a if there's a it's a bad luck fall, right? I mean, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, the bad luck fall. All right, or the razor's edge, if you will. All right, whatever you want to call it. You get you get you're in that. You're done. He's been putting people away with it. He has put people away with the grenade, but again, bad luck fall. That's it. It's a rainmaker. It's a high five flow. It's a it's a it's a in the a, a, dare I say a styles clash. Um, well, not not in WWE. You get my point. So I so I like that about the match. I thought that was great. Getting out of the the the, the, the evil many times trying to to wiggle his way out, but again he gets hit with a grenade, knocks him loopy. One two three uh, on the fall. That's that. So Fale goes on, and uh, again, he gets his reminder, dare I say, push. His yearly push. Yeah, his reminder that, hey, I'm still here. I'm a big guy. I'm a monster. I squash people. I do what I do, and I'm off to the finals. Now, Damon, I'm a bit concerned about one thing, but I'll talk about that oh, after, after we oh. talk about our, our main event here. I'm, 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 I'm building up to it, and our main event... Uh, of course, is Tomohiro Ishii versus Katsuyori Shibata. Um, I've said it a thousand times. I can never get tired of watching these two guys just get in the ring and beat the shit out of each other. Um, so many great spots we can talk about here. Uh, I love the uh, moment when you know Shibata does his thing where he sits down, you know, and Shibata's like, all right, give me your best shot. Ishii sits down right in front of him. These guys, they, they, they just start, once again, slapping the uh, the shit out of each other. 
yeah, that is the that is the uh, terminology I would use. They do it all the time. It's great. So fun. So fun. Watch. They have chemistry. They have they have an absolute chemistry when these two guys work together. I was thinking that like Shibata and Ishii, they're almost like the Tanahashi and Okada of that particular of the style. style. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Point. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, listen, I got to give a shout out too to uh, one of our listeners. And, oh, we're doing uh, shout outs today, huh? Well, look, I think it's deserving because you know that guy, this guy, this uh, Lawson Long Leong, L E O N G, right? Yes, we I know do. him. Right? You've seen him a lot on our, our Facebook wall. He's also getting involved with the Voices of Wrestling. He's doing the, um, if I'm not mistaken, he does the monthly, the match of the month thing, which which is a nice thing that he picked up. Because from what I understand from the Voices people, it was a real pain in the ass to do. Uh, but he's picked up the, the uh, mantle of that and has run with it. He made a comment before um, of, you know, hey, guys, you guys are sleeping on Shibata. You should see, you know, you you should recognize that they are uh, giving him a, a, a focus. And this is, guys, this is well before New Japan Cup, mind you. And uh, he definitely called this one in the sense of, you know, he's he's looking at Shabbat and, and the, the good things that they're going to be doing with him. And he kind of called that out and called us out on it. And uh, listen, we're not afraid to point the finger back at us and say, hey, uh, or point the finger at him. And say, hey, you you, uh, you nailed that one because it looks like Shibata, um, well, he's obviously on his way to the finals. And uh, I think he might be a, a favorite going into the New Japan Cup finals. So the final stretches of this match, uh, Shibata has got the rear naked choke on Ishii. Ishii's fading. Uh, Shibata hits the penalty kick, but oh no, he doesn't go for the pinfall. He gets him right back in that rear naked choke. Ishii passes out. Red Shoes rings the bell. Shibata advancing to the finals. And uh, You okay with that? Well, I, 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 I have various... Um, I have various thoughts. I have I have mixed emotions here about a lot of things, and there's so much I want to get into. Um, I'm happy. Okay, so I started thinking the other day that if this was Ishii's year, if if this was his year to win the New Japan Cup, mm-hmm. and we'd get that rematch against Okada that we've been clamoring for ever since mm-hmm. the G1, I started thinking, well, if we see that rematch, there's no way Ishii's gonna win. No. There's there's no way. And I started thinking about it and the knowing the outcome just wouldn't be worth it to me just to see the match again. You know what I mean? I tend to agree. Um I think one of the things that made that match original match special was the fact that Ishii got the win. Right. And I don't there, think there was many an unpredictability there in that yeah. G1 match that we Quite frankly, we wouldn't have that if if we saw Ishii win and then challenge Okada uh, for the title at Sakura Genesis. There, there, there'd be no mystery there as to who was walking away because guys, well, maybe, they're they're, they're well, just not going to. You know, Ishii could go for the Never Belt column. Right, right. He could go for the Never Belt. <laughs> Why would anybody do that? He Why? could. <laughs> Why? I mean, seriously, he, what that makes no sense to me. Like, could, why would anybody who wins the New Japan Cup be like, "I'm going to go for the Never Belt"? Hey, that can end up happening here, and we'll get to that in a second. But um, so historically, what you're saying is historically, uh, the winner of the New Japan Cup has gone on to challenge the IWGP Champion. So thinking about that, if Ishii won, challenged Okada, um, there there wouldn't be that unpredictability 
in their match as uh, as there was in their G1 match. So in that regard, I'm glad that Ishii is not advancing here uh, to the finals. Now, on to my concerns. Yes. Damon. I'm here to comfort you, by the way. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. It's not that... Um, uh, what, what, what am I trying to say there? How should I put this? Um, as negatively and bluntly as possible, Colin. That's our style, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fale could walk a win. Uh, excuse me. Fale could walk away as your New Japan Cup winner because Okada versus Fale is kind of a kind of an easy main event for them to do for like Okada to have an easy title defense. Uh, and in air quotes, I, I, I see them. Right. Um, now, let's say Shibata wins. Um, I think that Okada versus uh, Shibata is a great match, a great main event to have at Sumo Hall for the IWGP heavyweight title. But again, there is that sort of predictability there. So, I if Shibata wins this, I would kind of rather him challenge Naito for the IC title. Okay. Here's the thing with the IC title right now. IC title is is a title that New Japan relies upon to carry secondary shows, right? So, and and they've done a great job of making that title, you know, able to do that, right? So they're in a good spot. They have Naito who can obviously. Uh, as they say, draw a house, right? Holding the strap, the, and again, air quotes, secondary belt, which really isn't. It's, it's, it, it is, but it isn't because again, they rely on it heavily to, to help fill, I don't want to say secondary shows, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's a belt that can, that can help spread the talent around. It has right? main evented the Tokyo Dome before. Don't forget. Correct. So, what I, I'm going to be truthful. I don't. I I'm split as it stands right now of which way they're going to go. And again, a lot a lot of you will hear this show and be like, "Well, you know, again, this this show is not going to have the shelf life of other shows because, what the finals tomorrow, right? Or tonight, right? Uh, yes, tonight, tomorrow morning, right. right? So the you know the finish is you know we're we're going to know who's our champion. We're going to know who's challenging what and where and who and. All that's going to be sorted out by the time many people are going to hear this. Okay. But as I sit here right now at 2.30 on a Sunday afternoon, where do I feel like it's, it could go? I think an easy way to get out of this is Fale. Exactly. I think if Fale wins, challenges Okada... It is it, not again, not an easy match for Okada, mind you, but I think it's a, a an easy way to kind of get cross the bridge of the New Japan Cup and lead further down the road into the spring and summer months, right? Shibata winning, he could very well challenge Naito, but I don't know if Shibata has the the the. The power, the, the the strength, that's the the buzz, the the drawing the, power the to carry drawing. that IC title. Yeah, as of right now, and again, 
He's he's not. New Japan is doing a very good job of of trying to get him to a point where possibly that might be the case. I think they go easy. I'm going to say they go easy, Colin, and they go bad luck folly. Here's what I think. Um, I know that you were sort of scoffing before, laughing at the idea of somebody <laughs> challenging for the never title, but okay, I'm talking. But why would you? I'm talking kayfabe here. All right. Um, All right. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, give me. <laughs> As we know, uh, Katsuyori Shibata lost a big match against Hiroki Goto at Wrestle Kingdom 11. I believe you were there, as a matter of fact. I was. They, they had a great match together. Uh, Goto winning the big one on the grandest stage of them all. Uh-huh. Um, Shibata, there, there, there has to be a part of him that is a little sore that he let himself lose to Goto you know, on uh, at the Tokyo Dome. And lose the that. Okay, I, 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 I'm with you. I'm I'm with I'm I'm with you. You get where Seven I'm going in the in the in the Colin. logic, <laughs> right? Uh, Seven year old pro wrestling fan, Colin. I, I I'm there. I'm right there with you. Um, yeah. So in the back of Shabbat's mind, he's still pissed off about that loss to Goto. He doesn't take losses very lightly. And uh, look, this could be an opportunity for them to kind of break away from tradition and um, have the winner of the cup challenged for. A secondary title, or in this case, you know, the third biggest title they have. This is me calling you, Colin. Yes. Hi, can I speak to Colin Miller, please? Not not seven-year-old Colin Miller. <laughs> is Colin Miller there? This is he. Hi, this, Colin. This is twenty-seven-year-old Colin Miller. Hi, hi. It's forty-something-year-old Damon. What's going on? And <laughs> not much, Damon. Just doing a little New Japan podcast. Cool. Um. Hey. Do you really think New Japan would go through all this trouble um, to, to then, at the end of the day, have someone defend uh, the Never title? Uh, probably I'll hang, not. I'll, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. <laughs> you know how they do that in sports talk review. Probably. I don't know why they do. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. What does that mean? Uh, yeah. Do you think that, that that's really a possibility? The ne- oh, did you, we're, did, we did all this for the Never belt. No, I don't. Well, you've Watch said a lot spot. of things were in a possibility. Uh, you've said that um, going to a 30-minute time limit draw in Sumo and Hall, th- that's not a possibility. That could never happen. We've said people uh, you know, uh, staying in New Japan, uh, that's, uh-huh. that's not a possibility. That could right. never happen. People leaving New Japan, that's not right. a possibility. That could never happen. So, right. look, anything point, can happen. Colin. Anything can happen here. All right, all right. I, I, I don't think Colin's that it's... putting Damon in right in place there. Well, I'm Jeez. just saying, Damon, you you don't have uh, the most consistent record of predictions here. I'll just, give you that. Just I'll saying. That. Uh, look, I, I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility. Uh, Shibata wins, you know, challenges for for the Never title. It it makes sense storyline-wise. He's still pissed off that he lost to Goto. It just doesn't make any sense to me if you you have the opportunity to to challenge for the the title why you would go for secondary why now, even again, give the option then though why even give the option uh, right and i will say this like there are like shibata is is a guy where it's like he has more guts than brains right <laughs> you know he'll sit there and and take 25 punches so he can deliver one exactly. so he is a, a bit of a stubborn mule 
Um, I don't, again, I'm going with Fale out of the gate. So all this is for naught. But for you, um, wouldn't that be something if all this was for the never belt? I wouldn't have a problem with that. I I I love the fact actually that they have that that the winner of this uh, single elimination tournament can challenge for one of three titles because it makes the other two titles it gives them a uh, an an air of specialness, if you will. Because like name any other pro wrestling promotion out there today where they're. Uh, secondary or their or their third title you know means a whole hell of a lot right. uh, not, not not many other pro wrestling promotions can can have a uh, a secondary title you know are you saying the united states title is not valuable <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm saying it at at, at at one time could, it may have could held. you name the you're right right at one time could you name the current and again this is could you name the current u.s champion i think it's chris jericho is it yeah i think i'm gonna see that match actually <laughs> I think I'm going to see Jericho versus Owens for the U.S. title. How about that? Wow. That's no Magnum Tully, that's for sure. No. All right. Um, it's no Austin Steamboat. Yeah. All right. So you're going with uh, Shibata, and you're saying Shibata does the unspeakable and challenges for the Never title. Is that your? Is that what you're going on paper and giving a prediction here, right here and now? I'm saying Shibata breaks the mold, challenges for the Never title, because he he's got to get that win back from Goto. He's stubborn. He's pissed off. He's, what he's a surly. Right. Okay. What a maniac. I know. I'm going. I'm going Fale. All right. I'm going. I'm going easy peasy Fale. So so in that case, you're you're telling me that our main event for Sakura Genesis could very well be Badlock Fale challenging Okada for the title. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what you saying? No. Uh, could be. Could be. You know, what are you going to do? You know, he's getting revenge. He's a Bullet Club guy. Maybe Kenny Omega finds a way to to uh, shenanigans. You know, why would he want to though? I don't. Why know. would Kenny Omega want to get? How oh, I don't fucking know. What do I know? <laughs> uh, I, I I I personally I don't see. Listen, this might be as, as simple as Shibata wins, he challenges Okada, and then he loses. Because because here's the thing, I don't see I don't see Shibata. Winning the title. Do you see Shibata winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship? Yes or no? Absolutely not. And that's one of the reasons why I don't want him to challenge for that. Because as good as that match uh, may be, you know, the idea of a Shibata versus Okada match, the writing is on the wall. And I'd like an outcome here where the writing isn't exactly on the wall. I tend to agree. I tend to agree with that. I think... I don't think I don't think a title change is happening. No, the, if, it, if it's if it's if it's a champ a heavyweight championship match. Number one, New Japan is, is not a company that uh, hot shots their heavyweight title. Right. And number right. two, they're not putting it on Shibata, folks. They're just not. Okay. All right, you heard it here first. Watch them. Watch him win the fucking thing. <laughs> hey, I, I I would be overjoyed if that happened. Me too. Me too. I, and he's like, I like, I love Shibata. I think Shibata's tremendous. I, I love him. Jumping Great. up and down on my couch with my arms in the air, like I just don't care. All right. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see in a few hours, right? All this, right. all all this, all this jibber jabber will be for naught. Because, We've wasted uh, our time here today, Damon. We, we shouldn't have even recorded today, right? <laughs> Total waste of time. No, people rely on us for their weekly commutes to work. Are you kidding me? Well, thank God they, somebody does, because 
All right, enough. All right, so, there you go. So there's our hot takes. I'm saying Fale. You're saying Shabbat is going to do something crazy. There you go. All right, so those are your uh, semifinals, folks. So uh, the finals are uh, late Sunday night, early Monday morning. Shabbat versus Fale. We shall see what happens there. Right. Um, and is the then, rest of the card announced for that, Colin? Do you the, know? The rest of the card is currently not announced oh, for no. that. All right. They're working on uh, securing contracts and matchups and as we speak. All right. Yes, and then uh, next week we're going to move on to the road to Sakura Genesis, and that's going to take place on Saturday, March 25th. No card announced for that currently either, but we will be back here next week reviewing that show as well as giving you our thoughts on the main event of, How many uh, six-man tags do you think we're going to see? How many multi-man tags we're going to see uh, on that show? Several. <laughs> so I'm going to set the over-under. Four. Do you think we'll have over four multi-man tags on that show? Yes. Or under? Over four? Over four. Over four. All right. At least five. Probably right. Probably right. All right. Uh, where are we going now, Colin? Well, Damon, before uh, we wrap today's episode up, we were talking a little bit off-air about uh, this week's edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. You folks may have heard of it before. Uh, there's a question you wanted to ask me. Well, yeah. So Dave posted a, a, uh, a scenario that I found pretty interesting. And um, I had heard some whispers about this. And again, Dave, this is pure Dave speculation. Let me let me make that perfectly clear. But I, but I will follow that up with I actually had heard some whispers about this happening. Again, I don't know if it is. I don't know if it isn't. I know that there there have been whispers about this. So I'm going to throw this out there to you, Colin, because you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, uh, and the listeners as well. So Dave proposed that these G1 special shows, right, they got coming up in Long Beach, right? We're familiar with that. Coming up in July, right? A couple months away. That's right. That these shows, or at least one of these shows, be live on access tv i did hear uh some rumblings on the street about that and as a matter of fact there is a recent facebook post uh featuring a video by good old jr and uh-huh. josh barnett saying that there's going to be a big announcement pretty soon okay so that i saw that as well they announced there's going to be an announcement <laughs> right I, I love when they do that me too uh so again speculation you know, you have a Kenny Omega uh, Okada match on these shows. I have thought about that in the live uh, special, right? In the crevices of my mind, imagine if the big rematch was on uh, one of these uh, California shows. Right. So here's here's the good news with that, right? It's it would be live, right? It would be uh, free. It would be. A great match. It would be on the West Coast, so you could actually watch it live and not, you know, need you know, at least people here on the East Coast need, need toothpicks in your eyes to to stay up and watch. Uh, you know, you you're figuring probably start like around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, whatever you know, where uh, on the East Coast, whatever time that converts over to wherever you live. I'm not doing that for you. My point being is this: you're finally using. That Access TV show 
for some real positive, hardcore, current promotion of the New Japan product. Yes. Give me your thoughts. Give me your feelings. Give me your take. And give me, on a scale of 1 to 10, the likelihood of this happening. Well, I have a few thoughts right off the bat. Um, number one, yes, let's finally use this Access TV television program that uh, I don't even know if people in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling are aware exists. Let's 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 use that and let's do a, a live special because right now it's kind of weird because JR and uh, Barnett, they did Wrestle Kingdom 11, but now they went backwards into 2016 and they're doing the the g1 now so it's kind of strange so it 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 would be nice to uh you know have a a, especially a live special i mean that could do a lot for new japan pro wrestling for this western expansion now number two here's the weird thing so you're telling me there's going to be two english commentary teams well again that's that's something that they're going to have to sort out now Again, they got the Wrestle Kingdom uh, tape very quickly. So Wrestle Kingdom, the 4th of January, I think they were airing it like the next week, right, Access? Yeah, it was. I think they aired it like on, on the 11th, if uh, I remember. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. That's that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a live special? Live, live means a lot. I hate to say it, but people expect live. And it's hard to do because, you know, the time difference is it's it's very difficult to 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 cap this is the one opportunity that they have to do their show new japan no no cross promotion with ring of honor live right uh on a cable network that is beamed coast to coast now again some people have access some people don't it's 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 a lower tier cable network but i think Many people do have access. Yeah, right? I mean, it, it, it's owned by Mark Cuban. Um, right. It's a, it's not like you know, it's not like the USA Network, right. uh, but a, a, a lot of people do have access television as uh, part of their cable package. Right, so it's there. You got to find it. But I think if people f- knew that this was a live special, again, live being the key. Um, that expectation is there for a lot of North Americans, um, you know, with with the products that they have here today. So live gives it an extra feel, an extra buzz, an extra sense of oomph on a cable network. Again, free of charge. The possibility of an outstanding pro wrestling match. Uh, the 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 possibility of buzz if promoted properly. The opportunity to uh, get eyeballs on a product that may not have seen. Again, this we talk about the convenience factor. People want to push a button, turn on their TV, watch. Or d- simply DVR it and then right. watch it at their convenience. Right. So uh, of those two options, you ha- you have that available with this option, right? Colin, they got to do this, right? They uh, Yeah. I think they, they have to do this. They would be stupid not to. I mean, this is their well, technically not their first, but their the the first high profile show, shall we say, that New Japan Pro Wrestling has done in the states. Yeah. Uh, now now is the time to pull the trigger on this if you're going to do it. Right. You can't count like 2012 where or what was it 2010 maybe where they did the Jersey All Pro thing and yeah you know, with they, the you know, Intercontinental Title right, 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 right. yeah MVP. You, that doesn't count. No. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Now, again, we're spending their money. 
were spending their money because who knows how much it costs for a live satellite hookup or uh, production or cameras or, you know, either they're going to fly in their production people or they're going to get production people, right? I don't know how that would work. I don't. I think they'd keep it in-house. Access? Uh, New Japan. So New Japan's going to fly over their production people. Well, maybe know. not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I would think that they would be using the same sim or similar crew that do like uh, Bellator, right? Sure. Or uh, you know whatever uh, you know. It's not Bellator actually. Um, is it? Who's who? Uh, they, what do they have on access? It's like uh, I, I'm going to screw this up. It's like MLA or something. It's like a I don't even know how to explain. Like it. the arena football of MMA. I uh, kind of. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't, see. I don't know MMA. Um. So. Yeah. I. I, whatever, I cannot whatever. speak intelligently about mixed martial arts. We. We apologize, folks. We barely <laughs> can speak intelligently about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, <laughs> so, we. I. We again. We're spending their money on this, Colin. Um. But I would assume that they would be using, Access TV's production people, assuming. Um, and would probably be very similar to the people who do the live fights when they do live fights on Access TV. So I don't know how much the cost is going to be. It's worth it, right? I think it's worth it Worth it for the amount of eyes that you could uh, get on this product. Right. Now, the, now technically, could they use, like, um, Ring of Honors people? Do you I, think? Well, do you think it, I mean, right? It's not an right. I don't know how that would work. We right? were talking a little bit about this uh, previously in the week. Uh, I I think that both of us agreed that this uh, joint working relationship with Ring of Honor will will both be surprised if this is still going on in 2018. <sighs> yeah, uh, I mean, on the surface, it does look. Like what's what's in it for Damn New it. Japan? A everybody's right. jumping off this ship at yeah. this point, seemingly, yeah. and I, I feel bad. I I don't want that to happen. You, but you know what? Here's the thing with them: it's it, it it is ebbs and flows. They, they did this. The, uh, the same thing happened when they had Samoa Joe and Punk and 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 Brian Daniels and and so um, you know it's not. You know, look, not it, to turn this into a Ring of Honor thing, but it it is. It's a shame when uh, you're. Your pro wrestling company is owned by a multi-billion dollar company, a company that's worth a lot more than WWE. When you're, when you're owned by a multi-billion dollar company, it's just a damn shame that they don't want to do anything with you. But that's a whole other podcast for a whole Colin, other day. You, you could have taken that same statement and put it right in the middle of 1991 <laughs> and said the same thing about WCW and be like, what and why won't they invest money? Why? Why won't they? You know, and, and until Bischoff Bischoff came along and and convinced people to invest, yeah, you got a hold. And that of, was a huge gamble. Uh, Uncle Ted's checkbook, right? Right. And again, we're spending other people's money here. This whole segment is us spending. Well, that, other that, that's my whole money, life, but... Damon, up to this point. Like, let's <laughs> be know. honest. Right. But again, I figured I'd throw throw that out that this would be an ideal scenario for New Japan to take advantage of this Access TV, this network that they have, get a live special on there, get the buzz going for it, and and see what happens from there. Um, all, all, everything, all those stars align pretty nicely for them to do this live special. And again, there's nothing that's been confirmed as of right now. Plenty of whispers. Plenty of careless whispers. Who sung that, Colin? 
Careless Whispers. You know what? I'm drawing a blank on that one. How dare you? The man just passed away. Oh, uh, Chuck Berry. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if Chuck Berry did Careless Whispers? (laughs) (laughs) Careless Whisper. All right. That was terrible. All right. So there you go. So there's something to stir the pot to get the the buzz buzzing and the the people stirring over uh, a possible live show from New Japan Pro Wrestling on these uh, special, special G1 specials. Yep, ha- right. Happening on July 1st and 2nd. That is a weekend. That is a weekend. Look, again, Colin, I'm telling you. A lot of, a lot of things are lining up to make make sense. Make sense. And again, we're not, we're not, um, I don't want to say it's happening, but uh, boy, oh boy, that's, a, that's an opportunity that you couldn't ask for a better scenario for New Japan. Alrighty, folks. Well, I think that that is our podcast for today. Remember, NewJapanPuroCast.com, your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast. Listen to the episodes directly on there as they are uploaded. Links to all social media, Facebook, Twitter. You can listen to us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes. Everything is right there, NewJapanPuroCast.com. And, of course, we are a uh, proud member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. We're usually up on their feed uh, every Monday afternoon. And don't forget to check out GaijinCollectibles.com. They are a proud sponsor of us. Uh, Go there for all of your Puro merchandise needs. Great stuff there shipped to your mailbox directly from Japan. And uh, that is it for me. Damon, any final comments for today? No. Uh, listen, uh, for all my ranting and raving in the beginning of the show, I do appreciate everyone uh, listening. I do appreciate everyone commenting. Um, I will work on not being as negative. I'll, I'll promise you that. Um, You're making but again, a late New Year's resolution. Late, uh, um, an April resolution. And uh, But I will say this. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to, to never not here's the thing what i do i i treat this as i talk to colin it's like colin calls me and we have a conversation and colin just happens to record it and that might be naive of me but um that's how i treat it and and i'm going to give you how i feel um sometimes you're not going to agree with it sometimes you are but uh it is what it is as they say in the business so uh but again thank you for listening we truly truly appreciate it um after it's all said and done so uh thanks again Alrighty, so on that note, my name is Colin Miller for Damon McDonald. We shall be back here next weekend to talk about the final match of the New Japan Cup as well as the road to Sakura Genesis. So we'll talk to you guys then. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. 
Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.